0: Is
1: the main event.
0: What you gonna do?
1: If you're some man! Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be!
2: Woo. Yeah. yeah! I am the game,
0: Costoco said so. Oh my god! What I'd like to have right
3: now. Rest in peace,
2: be the man! You gotta beat the man! Are you ready?
1: Everyone has a price. Yeah, I've come here to
0: fight! And innovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Introducing your old-school pro wrestling nostalgia
2: podcast, Beyond the Bell! Just Ladies and gentlemen,
4: my name is <laughs> Paul Heyman, yeah. and- You see, that's not the affirmation I'm seeking from you. You're buying into this whole advocate, agent, manager persona just a little bit too much. I'm I'm just the father of two small children at home. They think I'm jovial. They think I'm likable. My kids think I'm funny. (laughs) Hey, I really am a funny guy. So let's start this over again in three, two, one.
5: Oh.
4: All right, I'll prove it to you. A little bit out of character. I'm gonna tell you a joke. Ready? Knock, knock. Who's there? Mike. Mike. Lion Brock Lesnar. You get it, Mike? My client brought WrestleMania. Is This thing on? Hello? Okay. Okay. I'll never mention the streak again.
6: Welcome back, fans, as we are ready to wrap up 2014 and look ahead to a brand new year in 2015 on your Pro Wrestling Nostalgia podcast, Beyond the Bell, here on the SNS Radio Network. Your party host, Sean Beckerman, back with you to bring you all things classic and retro in wrestling. But tonight's a little different. We cover part two of our two-part special series, looking back at the best promos of 2014 here on the SNS Radio Network. For the first year, we split up our best of promo show into two parts. We've had a lot to discuss. I wanted to dig deeper into the promos of this past year, as we've also had some brand new promotions debut, which we'll discuss, and the emergence of new superstars taking hold on the stick. Tonight, we'll discuss some of the more heated, funny and controversial promos of the year. If you want to know why we cover more modern-day product on this edition, go back to part one, as this has been a tradition now for Beyond the Bell and the SNS radio network. So after this quick break, we're going to start off discussing the heated rivalry between the real Americans, Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger, and the Russian sympathizer, the Bulgarian Brute rusev and lana right after this quick timeout
7: hey guys it's me mr money on the mic jeff jackson are you looking for the latest wrestling news well then you should check out www.wrestling-online.com sign up for the newsletter it's been around for 16 years and it's one of the longest running newsletters on the internet today comes right to your inbox three to four times a week, depending on how busy the news week is. Want that access on your phone? They also have mobile apps for your iOS, Apple, and BlackBerry, the archives of all the unplug shows, as well as columns. You can also follow wrestlingonline.com on Twitter at WrestlingOnline or check them out on Facebook www.facebook/wrestlingonline. It's that simple. Wrestling-online.com is the official news source of the SNS Radio Network. And perhaps you should make it your official news source as well. Once again, that's www.wrestling-online.com. <laughs>
8: Hello, oh, this is Jenny Moonball, and you're listening to the SNS Radio Network. Oh, wow.
6: 2014 was filled with returning superstars but as well we saw some debuts tonight we'll discuss both but let's kick off with a debut this superstar debuted at the royal rumble on the main roster coming from nxt rusev made his debut in the company and has been undefeated ever since now as of this recording united states champion the first really big feud that he had that was seen on a pay-per-view network stage, was Rusev's battle against Jack Swagger. They've had some heated confrontations, but they also had some great promo work, and it was the summit, the confrontation between Zeb Coulter and Lana participating in a United States-Russia de- detente debate on the July 14th edition of Monday Night Raw, and it did get quite heated, to say the least.
9: I didn't come here to talk about no stupid Vladimir Putin. I come to get an answer, and I'm through talking to you. You need to move out of the way. I want to talk to this man right here. I'm going to ask you a question, and if he doesn't understand it, you might be able to translate it for him. But I'm going to ask you straight up, when are you going to step out behind this woman and be a man and face Jack Swagger at Battleground? Is it a yes? Or <laughs> yes or no?
2: For yes all I USA, they are going to
9: THIS IS WAR! So that sounds like a yes to me, Jack. So we got a match at Battleground, right? Yeah, take him out, take him out, honey. Take him out. Yeah, walk away. You know, Lana, I've often wondered who wears the pants or the skirt in that group, and now I know. But before we get to Sunday, I want you to teach him three words. You know what they are? I want every real American in this building to please rise. Put your hand over your heart, and in a loud, clear voice, say along with us, WE THE PEOPLE!
6: I mentioned at the end of part one that we witnessed the return of Y2J Chris Jericho on June 30th. Shocking everybody by interrupting The Miz and heading into a huge feud with Bray Wyatt. But Chris Jericho was back in full form, going back a little old school. This kind of fits beyond the bell. Going nostalgia as he showed there's no love lost between himself and Stephanie McMahon. And he basically owned... The Authority, Triple H, and Steph on the July 20th edition of Monday Night Raw. Chris,
10: Chris you might not have noticed we were in the middle of something here, all right? I, I, I know I apologize for interrupting, but I just wanted to let you know and let Stephanie how bad I feel about what happened to you last week. And I thought I'd come out here and give you my sympathies
0: Funny, Chris? You think this is funny?
10: Yeah, I gotta agree. This is this is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. But Steph, don't be ashamed. Remember, this is 2014. Orange is the new black. it's all right to be a jailbird nowadays steph it's okay and besides this is a reason these are the moments why the wwe network was created so we can watch you get carted out of the arena in handcuffs over and over and over
0: over and over, and Chris!
10: over. i am not in the mood. Sorry, for this. I got carried away, trip. I got carried away. But listen, I gotta give you some credit, seriously, in all seriousness. I mean, you have stood by your little flower's side through and through the big, bad, bold, bald protector with the really big nose that sticks out to about here. <laughs> making sure that your wife is okay, but I do have a question. It might be a question that Stephanie has asked you as well. Why, when Stephanie was arrested, didn't you leave the arena with her? I mean, why didn't you go with her to the police station? I don't understand why you would do that. As a matter of fact, you waited until 15 minutes after the show was done before you came to your wife's aid. Why did you do that? I think I know the answer why. It's because, Tripp, you're starting to realize what I've known for 10 years. That Stephanie is nothing more than a
0: filthy, dirty, brutal, bottom-feeding, trash bag Shut up! Shut up!
6: On this same night, we also knew that... The next challenger for John Cena and the WWE World Heavyweight Championship will be the one behind 21-1, Brock Lesnar. And this was the spark that just ignited and heated up this rivalry even further leading into August. On this same night, July 28th, John Cena started off things with a promo in which Paul Heyman had some words to counter the world champ.
1: Last week, it was revealed to myself... And the world, but plan C is what I hoped would never happen. It is Brock Lesnar. I am a marked man by the authority. They want the WWE World Heavyweight Championship off of my neck so badly that they hired a mercenary. My opponent at SummerSlam is the Brock Lesnar. And last week it was announced and there were cheers and Paul Heyman spoke very eloquently to all members of the WWE Universe, those who get tucked in at night and those who don't And there were cheers because the WWE Universe quite frankly maybe wants to see Brock Lesnar beat the hell out of me. certainly not deaf and I know who my opponent is. Brock Lesnar is the most devastating force in the WWE. His destruction is seismic. With the precision of a surgeon, he destroys who he wants, when he wants. 40 men have been able to say that they were champion. One beast has defeated the streak. I face that beast at SummerSlam, and Paul Heyman was right. For once, he tells the truth. I am not ignorant. At SummerSlam, I will get the beating of a lifetime. Oh, yes, those are happy about it, cheer it up because it's SummerSlam oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah there is a beast in my windshield and at SummerSlam I'm going to get my ass kicked I know that but I will not lay down I will fight I am going to SummerSlam to beat Brock Lesnar, just like I did in 2012! For those who cheer, for those who boo, because I don't think the authority realizes, and I don't think you realize, what will happen to this if Brock Lesnar becomes champion. Brock is a mercenary, he is a hired gun, he fights when he wants, he destroys what he wants, and I don't know who else can stop him. Nobody can control him. Not you, not the authority, and certainly not Paul Heyman. Ladies and gentlemen,
4: Ladies and gentlemen my name is Paul Heyman and at SummerSlam my client Brock Lesnar will conquer away from him, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I think it's very courageous, Mr. Cena, for you to realize the beating that is coming your way But I don't think you understand that those are mighty big words from a man that is about to be turned into a victim. Do you know what it's like to be victimized? I mean, You've suffered from defeat and rose to the occasion. You've taken beatings before, and you've come back and exacted revenge, but you've never, never in your life been victimized. Know what it's like to be victimized? Ask The Undertaker. I'm sorry, you can't ask The Undertaker. No one has seen The Undertaker. No one has heard from The Undertaker. Not a phone call, not a text, not a sighting. Nothing since WrestleMania. You, sir, are on the defensive. You want to defend your title. You want to survive against my client, but my client, Brock Lesnar, is looking to conquer you, sir. And that's the difference. My client is charging forward. My client is on the offensive because Brock lesnar's not just going to f5 john cena brock lesnar's not just going to pin john cena brock lesnar is going to victimize john cena ruthlessly mercilessly You're a man of great passion, John Cena. You love being the WWE champion. You love representing those who say, let's go Cena. You love even representing those who say, Cena sucks. You love being in that ring. You love being here in WWE. But the only thing that Brock Lesnar is passionate about is the sadistic pleasure he gets when he realizes that he is inflicting pain on his victim brock lesnar is salivating at the fact that when you wake up from the beating he's gonna give you at Summerslam, you're gonna realize you're no longer the wwe world heavyweight champion all you're gonna be john cena is beaten victimized, conquered.
1: I'm sick of your crap and I want to talk to you real for one second. One second. Something you and I can relate upon, you said the word passion. The word passion is something even you, Mr. Heyman, can understand. Because every once in a while, faint off in the distance, it starts and becomes larger and larger. They chant, E-C-W, 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 E-C-W. And those that watched and those that fought with you have the passion that you have. Every time even you hear that, it brings a smile to your face and a beat in that cold, black heart of yours. You and I, sir, we share passion this is it for me this is my friggin life and good bad or indifferent i show up to work on time i work my ass off because i love this place and i love what it represents and i have passion for it and i have passion for this
6: Another star that we mentioned last year that was a surprising and fun act to watch was Bully Ray. He put TNA on the map for the best promos of 2013 last year, and he's back once again to do just that. On August 7th, his mission he had was to put Dixie Carter through a table. And on that night, he had a message for Dixie that he's coming for her.
0: Shut it up! Shut it up! Where is she?
2: Where is she? Oh, look! Look at you!
0: You're surrounded by a bunch of crazy New York City people. Look! Look at your boys! Look at your hired hands! look at your nephew look at your little footstool look at them they put their head between their legs and they're leaving Night. It's tonight the night. The TNA president Dixie Carter goes through the table. Bully
8: Ray promises it.
6: As the Jericho Wyatt feud was heated up even further, going into SummerSlam. During Michael Cole's typical weekly interview with Triple H this time, it was held with Chris Jericho, in which Bray Wyatt decided. To make his presence known and this led to one of the best promos not just of this feud but of the year between a legend in the industry and an up-and-coming superstar do you remember your dreams
8: when you were a child because i remember you i remember a scared little boy who wanted nothing more in life than to live up to his daddy I wonder, can you still see the disappointment in his eyes? <laughs> it drowned you. It left a hole, a hole so big that the only way you sought out to fill it was by becoming a savior of your own. But you can't even save yourself. See, I know lots about you, Chris, but you don't really know anything about me. So let me tell you about me. Let me tell you about how every time I try to dream, when I close my eyes, all I hear is their scream about my reoccurring nightmare that happens over and over and over again. But never once, Chris, did I claim to be a savior, because I'm not. Matter of fact, the only thing that I live for in this life is to help people who can't help themselves. That's the thing, Chris. You can't just whisper them words anymore. You have to scream it until their ears bleed. (laughs) And that's it. I figured it out. The key to the universe. The only way to truly help someone is to. Hurt them in a way. And believe me, Chris, as long as I've been on this world, I have hurt a lot of people. And for this, I am not the least bit sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't resist hurt. There oh, are no consequences for my actions I have no conscience I do not heed to the laws of mankind I do not believe in heaven or hell matter of fact I hate everything that this whole damn world has ever created including me I am a monster Chris I'm Bray Wyatt the eater of worlds the human race is decimated with its lack of fortitude. And you grant, you exemplify that weakness. But there is a pale horse on the horizon, Chris. And he's coming for you. Only the last thing you ever see, Savior. (laughs) Savior. (laughs) Not a Savior, Wyatt. But after 15 years of being in the WWE and all the things I've done, wins, losses, championships, everything in between, I've become a survivor. One of the reasons for being a survivor is you never know what you're gonna get with Chris Jericho, Wyatt. A lot of different faces, a lot of different sides to Chris Jericho. I can't promise you which Jericho you're gonna see at SummerSlam, but I can promise you this. I'm gonna follow the buzzards. I'm gonna grab them. I'm gonna shove them right down your throat. I'm gonna be the first man in WWE history to leave you speechless. Shut you up for good.
6: Summerslam, <laughs> the summer sizzler, the build-up between John Cena and Brock Lesnar was one of the best of the year. This
4: Sunday, Brock Lesnar is at 100% and the beating that awaits John Cena is that of a Shakespearean tragedy. He's a 15 15- time champ and he likes to have his fun but not at your expense so let us school you son no we're not from west newberry no we can't hip-hop like you my client is the conqueror i'm just brock's advocating jew You see, my name is Paul Heyman, and my client is The Beast. And on the 17th of August, on your title, he shall feast. You don't like Paul Heyman guys. You think their attitude's too smug. You gonna beat Brock's ass cause you the doctor of the thugs? I mean, you've beaten all the best but now Lesnar's on your plate. You say your time is now. Brock says your calendar's out of date. So here's some free advice with SummerSlam drawing near. Get it out your damn system when you say the champ is here. Because we're six days away from the West Coast biggest arena where my client Brock Lesnar will conquer John Cena. I almost forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, my client wishes you to know that as of this moment, this is Brock's house now. On Sunday, it'll be Brock's title. But in the meantime, my client has already conquered the WWE universe which makes all of you Brock's servants. This is Brock's house. This ring is Brock's home. And if you'll excuse me, I'm about to take the man of the house out to dinner. We do understand John Cena has something to say. A huge birthday celebration for Hulk Hogan. Don't let this party get out of hand. Because when the man of the house is done eating dinner tonight, he's coming back
6: home. Coming out of this huge main event, the shocking turn of events of John Cena being destroyed by Brock Lesnar led to the following night on Raw with Paul Heyman cutting yet another one of his greatest promos of his career. I don't think it lived 100% 100% up to the 21 and one promo, but this was a historic one to say the least. As Brock Lesnar on August 18th was crowned the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion and was presented the brand new WWE World Heavyweight title belt with the new network logo on it as the company on that night officially switched over to the network logo, Paul Heyman had a very special statement. Ladies.
4: Gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I'm the one behind the one who conquered the one who thought he was the one to beat the one in 21 and 1. Last night at SummerSlam, my client didn't just beat, didn't just victimize, my client conquered the title holder, which affords me Paul the opportunity to proclaim myself the advocate for the brand-new
5: reigning,
4: defending, undisputed WWE heavyweight champion of the
5: world, Brock Lesnar!
4: <laughs> Don Cena would with- be if John Cena could be here, but John Cena can't be here because John Cena can't physically appear, and that's all thanks to my client Brock
5: Lesnar. I love it when you say that. Say that again.
4: Lesnar, Just like the Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania died at the hands of Brock Lesnar. Just like the Undertaker's career died at the hands of Brock Lesnar. Just like this whole stupid concept of hustle, loyalty, and respect died at the hands of Brock Lesnar. Just like the C- Nation died and was conquered by Brock Lesnar. My client is not a man. My client is the beast. And this beast will lay wreckage to any man that tries to take that title away from him. Which Eat, sleep, shootplex, repeat. Suplex 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 repeat. Lesnar lives by the motto, eat, sleep, suplex, repeat. Eat, sleep, F5, repeat. Eat, sleep, victimize, repeat. Eat, sleep, beat, repeat. Eat, sleep, conquer, John
6: Cena. This year's surprising superstar once again comes out of TNA. Last year, we discussed Bully Ray. Even the previous year, Bully Ray stepped things up for TNA Wrestling. This year, again, TNA had a surprising superstar come to the main event scene. Ethan Carter III, the former Derek Bateman of NXT in the WWE, repackaged and rebooted in TNA. This was one of the very few homegrown, even though he was a part of the WWE first, but TNA repackaged them under their banner, did not associate him with the WWE, and made him their own. Very rarely do they do that, and this was successful. He showed his skills on the mic. September 3rd, Ethan Carter III had a list of demands. Rhino didn't care, but he still made it known that EC3 was a Carter, and Carter still had power.
2: I am sick of everyone. Me too. From the mutants of the Manhattan Center... To every man, woman, and child in the back who has derived some sort of pleasure or happiness or exuberance over my auntie going through a table. Look in the mirror and think about what you're cheering for. You are cheering for an innocent woman having her back broken by a lunatic. Dixie Carter is a saint. Dixie Carter is charitable. But the Carter charity ends. The very first victim is Rhino. Because no longer am I handing Rhino cash, I am handing Rhino beating after beating, after beating, after beating, after beating, after beating, after beating for what he did, what he's responsible for. My violence will continue amongst all those I hold accountable. My violence will continue until my list of demands is met. (laughs) Spud, my list of demands, please. List of demands.
0: What's the deal? Uh, I don't know, maybe they are him in the hair. Demand
2: number one, the immediate termination of Bully Ray. And I swear to you that this will happen or I will die trying. Demand number two. The words hardcore and extreme are vocabulary no longer allowed in TNA wrestling because we're sick of living in the past. Amen. It's time to look to the future. And demand number three, respect. Respect for everything I have done in this ring. I have defeated every man I have ever faced in this ring, so I no longer want to hear the chants of you can't wrestle. 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 I disagree. I'm very good. You can't wrestle. You're not creative. I am the greatest living professional wrestler alive. i beat him too, I'd love to beat him too. Now my violence, my reign, it will continue because I'm a Carter and the world needs
0: us. Whoa, 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 Uh-oh. look who just Uh-oh. jumped the guardrail. ec 3 no idea that Rhino Uh-oh. is about to lay in those rights and just drop it. Oh, people are chanting oh. for more. Good thing he got out of there. Yeah, pulled to safety by Rockstar Spud. EC3, I want you in this
4: ring right now so I can beat the living hell out of you. Now yeah, let's
0: do it.
6: Also, in early September, another funny segment that was off the cuff involved Triple H. I love when they pull the curtain down a little bit and you get an idea of what it's like to have the humorous side of the authority. In what led to a huge multi-superstar tag match that Triple H put together, he channeled his inner Teddy Long on an, an edition of Friday Night Smackdown
0: let me tell you something player this is how it's gonna be on friday night smackdown recognize that voice it'll be the team of kane seth rollins bray wyatt and the wyatt family against well hell you guys all get it you know the drill it's a 10-man tag starring everybody here including Now, how about that? Player, holler. Are you kidding me? Theodore Rupert Long couldn't have done any better. We got us a 10-man tag, Michael. That's got to be one of the biggest tag matches in SmackDown history. What a match made by the CLO Triple H for tonight here on SmackDown.
6: Like I just mentioned previously, EC3 was a surprising up-and-comer in 2014. But not only EC himself, but Rockstar Spud, his quote-unquote best friend, took the reins as well as being a surprising entertainer on television. His promo work was just as solid. And on October 1st, EC3 put Rockstar Spud in his rightful place.
2: Rockstar Spud... Am I your best friend?
0: Yes, sir. You're my best friend in the whole world.
2: That's, that's interesting because the way I've always looked at our relationship is that, uh, I'm your employer, and you're my employee. Spud, in what world are we friends? My friends have trust funds and join yacht clubs. And Spud, you, you just don't fit in. Spud, and I, I like, you like to spend your time reading comic books or sitting in your dingy studio apartment watching wrestling. I have uh, some very bad news for you. These people are not with you. Just hearing that chant, seeing you in this ring with me, it sickens me. From your, your, your rat-like face to this this haircut. Like, would who, you get your haircut
11: with a spoon? What is this? No, I wanted my haircut like yours, sir. You wanted to emulate me.
2: You want to emulate me. Well, perhaps you should have started with your style, because your suits make me sick. You're dressed like an optical illusion, man. Where'd you get that? The, the toilet store? Huh? Huh? <laughs> What? Huh? Whoops! Whoops! Whoops, Daisy! Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this, Spud? Because I hold everyone accountable for what happened to my Aunt D, and that includes number one, you. It wasn't your fault. You were the last line of defense for Dixie Carter. And now you failed. You failed me, Spud. You failed Dixie Carter. You failed us all. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, is, is, it, is, that, is that a tear forming? Is that a, is that a little droplet of moisture forming in this tear ducts? Are you gonna cry for me, Spud? No. You gonna cry for me, Spud? Cry for me, Spud. Spud, cry. Cry, cry, Spud. Spud, cry. Oh, Oh, come on. Cry for me! (laughs) 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 What are you going
0: to do? I'm your... Actually starting to feel sorry for Spud at that point. Well, he's getting bullied big time by, by EC3. I mean, disrespecting him, but right now, here comes the man. Yeah, unfortunately for Rockstar Spud, EC3's blame game interrupted by Eric Young. As we know that Eric Young was scheduled to face EC3 tonight on Impact Wrestling. I mean, later in the broadcast tonight. Yeah, I understand that, but EC3 obviously got something to say. He's got a microphone in hand towards EC3's. Yeah, it's getting a little disturbing. Watch Spud get humiliated by his boss.
3: Okay, 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 let me get this straight. You're you're looking to blame somebody, what happened to Dixie Carter? Well look no further. I'm your Huckleberry. There's not a guy in the back that wouldn't take credit for that masterpiece. I'd be happy to accept.
2: This is a business arrangement. You are not a part of this. Eric, please depart.
3: Okay, this is, this is business. And Look, I, I don't want to get in trouble, 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 trouble with you. But I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to talk to you. Listen to me. Listen to me, I've been where you've been before. I've been pushed around, I've been told no, I've been told I'm not good enough. I was someone's lucky once too, but you need to listen to them. Don't listen to me, don't listen to him, listen to them. We all know what's going to happen. He's going to keep on and keep on and keep on until you stand up and hit him.
6: Just a few days later, we saw the shocking return of the most electrifying man in all of entertainment. The Rock returned to Monday Night Raw and attacked the outlandish comments from Lana. And he had one thing on his mind to go after the russian sympathizer rusev the people's champion returned to brooklyn and had some choice words for lana and rusev rusev lana
2: right now we need you to do two things that know your role 4:30 4:30 a.m. The rock gets up, rolls out of ba- rolls out of bed in his home in Florida. The rock gets a little caffeine. He goes right to the gym, starts clanging and banging like a madman. <laughs> clanging and banging in the gym, just like you, Rusev. But the only difference is the rock doesn't pull his shorts up to his nipples. <laughs> Where you're running around here, making everybody look at your Moscow moose knuckle. (laughs) Then The Rock was done clanging and banging. Then The Rock got on a jet and he flew. The Rock flew to one place and that place was the Big Apple. And then The Rock, The Rock flew to the Big Apple. His jet landed, The Rock's jet landed in Queens. Then The Rock took a cab to Manhattan. And The Rock, The Rock went to visit Lana's favorite place in the city, the meatpacking district. Then the rock didn't wait for a ferry. No, 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 no. The rock don't wait for no ferry. The rock jumped in the water and he swam to Staten Island. Then the rock jumped on the four train and headed and headed right to the Bronx so the rock could get out. The Rock. The Rock went to the Bronx so he could get out and show respect to the captain and say, "Derek Jeter." And then after he said Derek Jeter. The Rock had one last borough to go to. The Rock crossed a certain iconic bridge. Then The Rock went down Atlantic Avenue. And then The Rock drove right up to the Barclays Center. Then The Rock walked through those doors, walked down that ramp, got in the middle of this ring, the people's ring, in front of the millions of The Rock's fans so The Rock can proudly say, finally, The Rock has come back!
9: You need
0: to shut up,
2: And you need to stop dressing like a Soviet street walker. American piece
12: of garbage. This is your
13: last
2: warning. Leave now, or I will crush you. Leave now, or you're gonna crush a rock. Is that what is that what you think you're gonna do? You're gonna crush a rock. So of all the things you can say, you go one on one with a great one. And that's what you say. First of all, I gotta tell you something. Come this close, your breath is smelling like Chewbacca's hairy bean bag. <laughs> and you, you, I gotta tell you something. Live, in person, you're beautiful. I know, right? i mean i mean it i mean you are you are gorgeous you're stunning lana in person you are uh as we say here in america smoking but it's too bad you're walking around here like somebody shoved a Smirnoff bottle up your putin <laughs> so 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 now now back to you chewy is that what you think you think you're just gonna crush the rock It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter. Let The Rock tell you something right now. Listen, let The Rock tell you something right now. There's a fact. There's a fact. There's a reason why nobody's been able to beat you. There's a reason why The Rock knows you're bigger, you're stronger, you're more dangerous than practically everybody back there. That's a fact. But here's another fact, and this is what The Rock is going to tell you. As a matter of fact, we are going to tell you Another fact, that fact is this, and no one else back there has been able to tell you this, but The Rock will tell you this. you see, you come out here, you run down our country, it's a country we love, it's a country we're proud of. You come down, when you come out here, we don't boo you because you support Russia. No, 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 no. We boo you because you're both a couple of world-class international a-holes
9: once said, the comrade wolf knows whom to eat, and right now roosted is hungry.
2: And just like the great Jay-Z once said, Allow me to reintroduce myself. I am the jabroni beating, pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, talking is done, you're out of your class. No
0: sleep till Brooklyn, The Rock whoops your the rock.
2: That needs no translation. You're man, the rock is
6: in a segment that was taped that night on raw and which was played on the following friday on smackdown involved triple h and the rock which was a great back and forth had some humor had some heated moments, and teased a possible WrestleMania matchup, but it was one of the best off-the-cuff-again segments between two legendary superstars. So on October 10th, The Rock and Triple H took an aggressive stroll down memory lane. Hey! Hey, Rock! Hey! hey, hey.
5: How you doing? Thanks so much. For How about that
2: know. night? That was incredible. That was oh, Electrified. Like I'm yeah. still sweating. It's
12: unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah.
7: And how about this
2: Friday? Fifteen, 15
12: years. years.
7: Can you believe it? Smackdown. That's incredible. It feels I like know. yesterday
12: you were just... I
7: was the first
9: GM, by the way. You were. I was.
7: You
2: were the first GM?
7: Yep, was it feels
9: Smackdown. like
12: just
2: yesterday I was like, I'm gonna lay it the smack it down. And then, and then here we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine
12: 15 years ago, you and I in that ring,
2: We made have veteran the very first Smackdown. That's,
12: That's first right. One. Blowing the roof off the place. Crazy. Yeah, like and I beat you right did. in the middle and then... Uh, You know what? I mean, it was phenomenal. No, no, it was amazing. It was. That was amazing. I think you
2: did beat me. I think it was because of Shawn Michaels. I think no, I know, but I think he cheated. But I do remember. The following week on SmackDown, remember that when I rock bottomed, your ass through the, almost through the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was you are on the ground. And you're like, oh no, I'm hurting my tummy, and I was like off <laughs> the top of the ropes. Ah, I was smelling
12: and I was oh, doing all that. It was yeah. crazy. People were so happy. No, I think um, what you're thinking about, and it's a long time ago. It's hard to remember, but it's probably uh, the, the crying part. we like, oh, Rock, that was Road Dog. Ah, oh, right. dog. yeah, huh. you'd lay the SmackDown on him. Right. And I would come in and drop you. Most times you were laying on the ground looking up at the lights. Yeah, that's the
2: sound you'd
12: after, <laughs> you yeah, would make.
2: I tell you, that, <laughs> you know time. what's funny is you think about it, we had incredible memories on SmackDown. Yeah. You think about what we did at WrestleMania's. Yeah. But how about this? What if you and I, one more time, Wow. main evented WrestleMania? Wow. I can imagine it now. You come out, you know, and if you smell, people going crazy, and then you know the the thing that, yeah, you know, whatever the however that goes like your yeah. nursery run, and then you come out, and then eventually, bah, 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 the hook, and then the ride, and then boom, and then
12: boom. When I get out of the way, come up, bang, one, two, three. That's how it would go, right? I mean, that's the way it would go. We blow the roof off the place. If it had a roof, which it probably won't, because it'll be a stadium, for sure, probably 100,000 people if you and I go one more time. But it's not going to matter, because the end result is going to be the same as it always was, with me whipping your ass.
2: Let's get something perfectly clear. You and The Rock go way back, but there ain't no way. And The Rock means no way that you would ever whoop his ass. You and The Rock, one more time at any WrestleMania, this year, next year, the year after that, 10 years from now, The Rock would still lay it to smack it down on your candy ass, put his boot straight up your ass and knock your teeth so far down your throat, you'd stick a toothbrush up your ass to brush
12: him. You tell me the WrestleMania time and place, Mr. Hollywood, before I walk in here, and I kick your ass in front of the whole world, a stadium full of hundreds of thousands of people, and I turn the electricity off on Mr. Electricity, great one. That's the way it would go.
2: I need to say something right now. Why are we this close?
12: It's just weird. No, it is, and uh, it's uh, one of those things where you and I get together. There's just a tension there, dude. But it's a weird tension. No, but it doesn't have to be this close. I tell you No, I know, and uh, trust me, it's weird for me too right now. But I'm now. It's like a guy. I can't back out now. No, I know, but you. Well, somebody's gonna have to back out. It's not gonna be me. I'm I'm not doing it. I'm the game. I'm. I am not backing out of this thing. I'm. 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 I'm, You know. Well, I'm the people's champ. Earned by. Okay. How about that? How about? On three, how about we both back up at the same time? I'm cool with that, but... All right, listen, though. This is going to be one of those things where you go like, uh, hey, you think, and then I go, I think. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you think, right? The whole thing's a big setup to make me look foolish. I'm not doing that crap. No, it's
2: not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not going to be one of those things. Right now, it's crazy. We're the only ones in the soccer room. We're talking this close. It's just, it's a little weird. Let's just back up. It's not going to be an it-doesn't-matter thing or anything like that. You ready? On three, let's just back up.
12: One, two, and then like on three. On right. three, yes. Right. One, two. I'm gonna back up. No, I'm gonna back up. Yeah, one. I saw you flinch a little bit. No, 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 I don't,
2: I don't. one, two.
12: Better, but it doesn't change the fact that I will kick your ass. No, no, no. If we go to WrestleMania, name the time, the place, the stadium, the hundreds of thousands of both people. For we'll, the the love of God. I the will what you dog I will. The two
3: of you just relax. You're both winners, okay?
12: I am a winner. Yeah, yeah you both he's not a are winner,
3: winner. No, you're yeah. both winners. Well,
12: I'm a winner.
5: yeah.
3: You know, and let's 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 do what we said we were gonna do. Let's all let's go get
7: something to eat, okay?
12: Fair point. WrestleMania. No matter which one, not for a while. Not for a while. You Be hungry? hungry? I'm hungry, yes. Yes? Hungry. Yeah? I'd love to, yeah. yes.
3: Okay, because this escalated to a weird place. It's, and yeah. It didn't. It's ridiculous because of your necessary. husband. I know, it's I know. ridiculous. It's because
12: of It's, me, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's just because of you too. It's just as much oh. you okay. as it is okay. me.
5: Can we just
14: oh, go? Okay. Let's just go. Okay, all right. All right, but it,
12: just saying. Let's go. If we go to
2: WrestleMania. Yeah, just, no, I'm whipping your ass. You see what I'm saying? This is the stuff talking about. I know, let's just. Okay. Come on. How about you pay the bill, you cheap bastard? Oh,
12: so many, so many Ford's highest paid actor in Hollywood, right? Unbelievable. How many movies he had? Number one this year. And he can't pay the bill?
6: Huh? Cheap. Talk about cheap. He's cheap. Let's go. I
12: heard that. Let's go. Yeah, Let's well, go. It's, it's...
6: <laughs> Another return was on October 27th. The big guy returned. And this time, returned once again... Under the good guy banner. Returning to the old Ryback. Feed me more in full effect. This is what I've been waiting for. Once we saw Ryback tenuely lose and lose match after match, teamed up with Rybacksel, Curtis Axel, to lose once again. I was waiting to have the potential scene from the old Ryback from his initial debut days. And on the 27th of October, the big guy came back and he had an emotional promo, not on Raw, but on Raw Fallout that very night.
5: Earlier tonight, I issued an open challenge. Now it's time to find out who bullies
13: In order to just look in the mirror and Assess the situation and I told myself I'm never gonna be like that again The WWE universe needs a hero right now more than ever and I know that Ryback the big guy Is that guy and I'm coming back full force because every human being knows in our very it's in our DNA Everybody wants more everybody understands feed me more back
5: feed
6: me The end of October also was notable for the debut of a brand new promotion, Lucha Underground. Debuting on the El Rey Network, hosted by Matt Stryker and Vampiro, it brought a new side to professional wrestling. Lucha Libre, cutting edge, high-flying action, captivating superstars and masks, interesting storylines, all surrounded by an evil owner that is dangling cash in front of his superstars johnny mundo aka john morrison returned to professional wrestling under the lucha underground promotion ezekiel jackson and others joined this group of superstars blue demon jr and ricochet all being a part of this star studded roster but what is most captivating and Innovative about this promotion is the video production. Star studded and stellar production of promo work, footage. Writing and acting. Yes, the main owner, quote-unquote, of the promotion is an actor, and he comes off tremendous in this promotion. As we discuss thoroughly on the SNS Radio Network with multiple interviews, go back to the Unplugged Archive with Johnny Mundo, Big Rick, a.k.a. Ezekiel Jackson, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Matt Stryker, and others discuss Lucha Underground. So I won't won't go into too much detail as what you witness on a week-in and week-out basis, but I'll tell you what what made this promotion a must-watch for me was on the very first show, the debut edition of Lucha Underground, after Chavo Guerrero Jr. lost the opening match of the promotion. He was in the locker room being confronted by owner Dario Quito in regards to his lackluster performance. The way the lighting came down in this shot and the way it was just filmed, so artistic, and the music behind it made you want to watch. This segment alone made it known you weren't watching the WWE. This wasn't your ordinary wrestling program.
14: The great Chavo Guerrero, from the great Familia Guerrero. What happened, my friend? I thought for sure you would earn the first victory in my temple. And you perhaps send the legendary Blue Demon Jr. into retirement once and for all and prove to the world that the Guerrero family is the greatest luchador family in history. And what do you do? You tapped out. What would your grandfather think? What would your uncles think? Well, one thing's for sure. The 100,000 will not be going to you. And as for Azul, since you didn't finish the job tonight, next week I will have to bring in an opponent who will. But once this man is here, there will be nothing I can do to stop him. 1,000 deaths might be coming for us all.
6: Throughout 2014, we saw a an interesting turn of events for one Damian Sandow, in a sense becoming the new Charlie Haas of the WWE, coming out each and every week under a different character, most notably dressing up as a historic figure of the town that they were in for that week. But he also... Decided to impersonate, or I shouldn't say he decided, WWE Creative decided to have him impersonate superstars as well. One of the funniest for me came on October 30th when the great Kali took on Damian McMandow, classic Damian Sandow. And now he's extended even further with the Damian Mizdow character. This proves that a solid performer can take anything and do the best he can with it and in turn the fans will see the talent of the superstar behind all of the bs creative that's put in front of him and we see the talent from Damian sandow especially on this night
0: oh yeah can you believe it well you knew he'd show up in hartford of course the boss is here just 90 minutes from the WWE World Headquarters, <laughs> the this chairman's in awesome. the house. What a Season treat, Mr. Whoa. McMahon! I gonna... wonder if he's happy about what went down last
5: night. Oh.
0: oh my lord! Oh my! Straight from the Capital Wrestling Corporation. <laughs> I wonder if Fishport Military School is still mad at him. Mr. McMahon's electric razor ran out of juice. He let me use that once in Iraq, right. the electric razor. And then he threw it away. The 1999 Royal Rumble winner, the pride of East Carolina University. I don't think he's been in the weight room lately, he's shrunk. He's been out
2: of Cape Cod, he's the old Coliseum. Welcome to Monday
5: Night Raw!
0: I am the chairman of the board, the creative genius, the genetic jackhammer, Vincent Kennedy (laughs) McMandau. Without a doubt, I have made the WWE a global entertainment juggernaut. Why? Because I recognize great talent, talent like Hulk Hogan. Triple H! Stone Cold Steve Austin! And quite frankly, a man who is the most talented individual to ever set foot in this very ring, a man who all of you are too ignorant to appreciate, Damien Sandow! That being said, I officially enter Damien Sandow into the Battleground Battle Royal for the Intercontinental title. And if you or anyone has a problem with that, well,
5: you're fine.
3: Damien, Damien the hell do you think you are, impersonating my father, Vincent Kennedy McMahon? The McMahon family for generations has broken their back, building the very foundation of WWE. The only reason why you have a job, and you're going to stand there and make fun of my father? My father has built this business by toppling giants. So tonight, Damien, you're going to have the same opportunity when you face one of the other competitors in the Battleground Battle Royal. And your match is now.
6: On the last edition of Monday Night Raw of the year, we saw a couple of superstars actually cut surprising in-ring promos, one of which seemed to be out of reality instead of script-based. Ryback delivered an excellent promo centered around his life and what brought him to this very point this was the story that was told on chris jericho's podcast talk is jericho on podcast one i'm sure all of you have heard it there he described to chris what he went through the injuries being fired coming back creating the ryback character and in a very convenient manner he described just that on raw nevertheless an excellent promo the best i believe from ryback because it simply made you believe in the character they weren't just cutting seamless promos discussing killing one another or making corny jokes or referring to superman lines this told you about a superstar what they went through what they like who they are and why they love wrestling this was a perfect example Of what you can do when you tell the story of a superstar and the superstar being a reflection of their true selves amped up or in the reference to Ryback jacked up but on the last edition of raw Ryback cut in my opinion the best promo of his career now they got we got rid of that
13: big ugly Russian I'd like to stay out here and talk to you guys, the WWE Universe, for a few minutes. I feel like ever since I debuted in the WWE as Ryback, there's been a little bit of a misunderstanding between you and myself. There's a lot you don't know about me, why I stand here, where I do today. My first WWE live event when I was 12 years old, at the Thomas and Max Center in Las Vegas, Nevada, I was the guest bell ringer. It was at that event where I decided I wanted to be a WWE Superstar. And nearly 10, year, 10 years ago here in the WWE, I got my start on WWE Million Dollar Tough Enough as the Silverback.
5: These
2: men are competing for one million dollars and the competition is really heating up. Let's find out who the worldwide audience has eliminated this week. Ryan Reeves, I'm sorry, you've been eliminated.
13: After that, like any normal human being, i lost my dream job, the only thing I ever wanted to do with my life. And I fell into a deep depression. I didn't talk to my family for nearly a year because I was so ashamed that I'd lost everything that I'd worked for. I got a job at some barbecue joint in Louisville, Kentucky, working 12 hours a day. I was in a negative state of mind and I was more depressed than ever. I would return home every night to an empty apartment. And all that I had was a stack of WrestleMania DVDs to remind me of everything that I'd lost. Then one day I came across this book called The Secret. A book on positivity taught me about the law of attraction and just how truly powerful the human mind really is. And almost right away, my life changed. I returned back to wrestling and I got re-signed by the WWE. And then shortly thereafter, you guys may remember, I made my debut with a little group called
0: The Nexus.
3: I Remember this
0: yeah, they were the renegade upstarts known as the Nexus and there is a uh, you saw in that 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 box shadow There Ryback then known as Skip Sheffield and the Nexus would turn their attention to assault the face of WWE John Cena this group to make its presence felt a chaotic moment at ringside an historic moment here at WWE and then Skip Sheffield aka now Ryback would make his presence felt with what would become known as the meat hook clothesline
13: Everything was going great. I was 28 years old on top of the world. I had my dream job and everything was was picture perfect. And then one day in Hawaii, in 2010, I broke my ankle in three places. I continued to wrestle. I got up and I broke my leg all the way to my knee. Cameraman, I want you to show the people this. I have this scar going all the way down from my knee to my foot to remind me every day just how lucky I am to be in a WWE ring today. After two bad surgeries and three doctors telling me that I would never wrestle again, Ryback was born and I returned back to the WWE. So here I stand today. And that brings me to you, Rusev. Let me make one thing clear. This isn't going to be a USA versus Russia thing. This is going to be one big guy kicking another big guy's ass thing. And if there's one thing you people in Rusev need to know about me, it's that I take negative things, negative people, things that negative people say, and I eat them. I put them in the pit of my stomach and I turn them all into positives. And when it's all said and done, I look at all those negative people, all those negative things, I look at you, Rusev, and I say, feed me
2: more!
6: In the last promo of 2014 in our Best of Edition, we go back to another segment on the last edition of Monday Night Raw. The second superstar that had a great promo that surprised us all was none other than Daniel Bryan. The former WWE World Heavyweight Champion and WrestleMania headliner announced on Raw that he was returning to the World a professional wrestling, and would enter the 2015 Royal Rumble. This surprised us all, as earlier in the night, there were talks of him making a statement due to his text earlier that day saying he came to a crossroads. But Michael Cole and crew were discussing this could be the end of the road for Daniel Bryan, especially with Edge and Christian hosting the show and then describing Edge's injury and his retirement so the retirement was looming (laughs) the retirement cloud was in the air That night on Raw, but Daniel Bryan wished it all away. But Daniel Bryan surprised us all and announced his return in a great promo that got you on an emotional low, then brought you up high. And that is what you are supposed to do when cutting a promo to get the fans, the universe, invested. Daniel Bryan did just that once again on the last Raw of 2014.
11: You know, it's an honor to come out here and be here for RAW, the last RAW of 2014. But it's always an honor to be in this ring. Every single time. Who would have thought that a a small kid from Aberdeen, Washington, who is always labeled a B-plus player, who would have thought that that guy could have main-evented Wrestlemania. Nobody. Nobody except you guys. Thanks to you, I got the opportunity to beat Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, all in one night in front of 75,000 people to win the WWE
0: World Heavyweight Championship!
11: That opportunity was given to me by you guys, and I can never repay you for that. Five days after WrestleMania, I married the woman of my dreams, and that was the greatest week of my life. But then everything changed. When we got back from our honeymoon two days later, my dad died. And uh, I, I wasn't there for him, because I was here wrestling. And then a month after that, I had a, uh, a career-changing injury that required surgery. And the doctors didn't know what was wrong. They, they couldn't fix me. And all I could do was sit at home on my couch and watch. And all I wanted to do was be in this ring because being in front of you guys is the only thing that has ever taken the pain away. Because this is what I love, this is what I've dreamed of my entire life, is coming out here and performing in front of all of you. I don't think there was anybody who cheered louder than I did when Dolph Ziggler pinned Seth Rollins and sent the authority out of power. It was a great moment, but it hurt because I I couldn't be here for that. And the doctors didn't have any answers. I talked to my friends, I talked to my family. I even called Edge, who knows a thing or two about career-ending, life-altering injuries. And you get, you get to a point when you have to make a decision of whether or not, you get to a decision, you get to a time when you have to make a decision whether all of this is worth it or not. And because you guys have supported me my entire career, I made a special request so I could come out here and make this announcement in front of all of you. Is my career over?
2: No. That is
5: not!
0: For that young man, Daniel Bryan. Thank goodness. Sounds great, but he may be making a mistake. Daniel Bryan vows he'll be back at the Royal Rumble
1: Match. I'd love to see him in action.
9: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
1: and each weekend with William Walkie
3: Walker and MindWipe. Exclusively on the SMS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah.
4: This is going to be fun.
6: if you trained say your prayers and ate your vitamins then you'll love the hulkamania chronicles sean beckerman host of beyond the bell your pro wrestling nostalgia podcast breaks down the history and career of the legendary hall of famer the immortal hulk hogan each edition covers a different era in the history of the hulkster as we relive our childhood hero from the beginning of hulkamania in the mid 80s and the birth of wrestlemania through the challenging times of the steroid trial all the way to his jump to wcw and the formation of hollywood hogan and the new world order and then his return to the wwf leading in to the hall of fame this edition covers it all you can catch the Hulkamania Chronicles exclusively on Beyond the Bell here on the SNS Radio Network Brother
5: I have voices in my head they counsel me they understand they jump me start getting broken you start questioning your faith i have a voice it is my savior hates to love and loves to hate i have a voice that has knowledge and-
6: and girls that wraps up another edition of beyond the bell and another best of promo special is in the books i cannot wait till the rest of 2015 as we break down the best promos a year from now on beyond the bell who's going to return who will surprise us all in the promo department. This is what makes this special so important. Thank you, fans, for joining us once again. And next week, get ready, as I promise you. We would cover this and we will next week. We relive the history of Starcade. Remember to connect socially to be on the bell on Facebook, on Twitter, at BTBcast and at Sean Beckerman, ringannouncing.com, BTBcast.com, and the SNS Radio Network.com. It's time to take it home with our theme of the week. And on these specials, I usually like to play my favorite. Debut theme of the year, and this year will be no different. A superstar or theme that surprised us all came not from the main roster, but from NXT, the developmental territory for the WWE. A superstar that signed with the company this year was top independent talent that I was lucky enough to announce on the circuit. Kevin Steen signed with the WWE And was renamed Kevin Owens and made his debut in the latter part of 2014 on the special NXT R Evolution event, special event on the WWE Network. His song gave me goosebumps initially. It is a hard-hitting song fit for the hard-hitting kevin owens so we'll take it home an honorable mention goes to dean ambrose's theme which is kind of growing on me didn't like it at first do not like seth rollins theme as some others but we'll we can go over that on another edition but we'll take it home With my debut theme of the year, Kevin Owens' theme, as Fight Owens Fight will come to the main roster, certainly. So until next week, fans, when we cover Starcade, this is your old school ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, signing off until next week. Stay old school, my friends, and Happy New Year, and let's enjoy a great 2015.